All right, Nina. Are you ready to give us some straight talk? Well, you're in luck. Today is a straight talk episode. Okay, and today we are talking about lifting postpartum. I'm Ina Koppel. And I'm Raina Butler. And you've just joined us on the Iron Moms USA podcast. And it's today's Straight Talk Day. Straight Talk Day is where I give it to you straight. Yes, she really does, like an arrow. <laughs> so thanks for asking your questions. Okay, so we've had a lot of moms um, ask us questions. What happens post-baby? Mm-hmm. Like you trained before you got strong, you made it through your pregnancy, you gave birth, and now what do you do after you have the baby? Postpartum and lifting is such a broad topic. It's very hard to cover all of it thoroughly. Um, I had a gym where the demographic was females, um, middle-aged and, uh, and over, and we had a lot of moms who had multiple babies, some upwards of nine. Um, and the average, I think, you know, average mom had like four kids, four or five kids. I would say so. So I certainly got my experience in coaching women who uh, are pregnant and postpartum. And you're right. It is kind of like, you know, hitting the brakes. Not everybody has the same experience in delivery um, or through their training. And so this topic is very broad. And so we, we're just going to go uh, based on the questions that we've gotten yes. or some people share their struggles with us. Yeah, so some of the moms were saying they don't know how to revolve their lifting around their baby's new schedule. Some people's babies don't have a schedule. Mm-hmm. So they're asking how to get back on a schedule? Like how can they revolve their lifting time now around childcare because now it's 24-7? Yeah, the first thing I tell everyone is there's no schedule to be set after having a baby because you have enough stress in your life that you don't also need the pressure of a schedule and especially as it relates to training because the last thing you want to do is put pressure on yourself more than you already have because then you'll hate your training time and it's really there to help you get a little bit of me time, take care of yourself get recharged for the very hard task of raising a newborn. Okay, now I have a, um, this is a question. This is actually an interesting thought from a listener. Can they break up their lifts revolving around their baby's sleep schedule? Like if the baby's napping, do a quick squat. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. back to the next. So, so before we tackle training, actually starting a program, um, I think you had... You know, what really helped you after you had a baby was sleep training. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge advocate of sleep training. It just gives you, it almost really gives you your life back. Yeah. And we did do an episode on sleep training your baby where Raina gave us all of her bulk of knowledge and we'll attach that uh, link into our podcast. But um, I think that if you can get your baby on a schedule, then you can talk about having a schedule for yourself. And you found that the sleep training was the best way. And that's, I think, how you returned to lifting. Because yeah. otherwise... I mean, the way I did my sleep training, the baby had two naps. So the morning nap was from 8 to 9.30. And that was when I would go to work. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if I had the baby with me, I knew like that was my window mm-hmm. of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then the next nap was a longer nap, which was 1 to 4. And then that's when I used to get everything done. Yeah. So... I guess if you're looking for a schedule and to get back on a training schedule, you have to first address the baby's schedule. And if you want something consistent, sleep training is the way to go. Um, otherwise, after you have a baby, you know, there's so many unknowns about how the baby is going to sleep or respond to breastfeeding, or if you're not breastfeeding, bottle feeding. Are they going to have allergies to it? Are they going to get sick? You know, 
I don't like to tell women, okay, you know, a, a lot of women are eager, like, boom, I just want to get right back into where I left yeah. off because I'm afraid I'm going to lose my strength. I'm going to lose my body. I, you know, they don't like how their body has changed. They're overly, this is not the time to focus on that or you will find yourself extremely frustrated. You'll find that you failed and you'll find that you push your body a little too far. When you're pregnant and then you've had a baby, the focus is the pregnancy and then the baby. The baby schedule comes first. You have to make sure, of course, that you're getting the sleep you need. Certainly, I did not. I was sleep deprived to a point where I like overnighted a FedEx package to myself because I was so tired. That's great. I wrote my own address back. <laughs> I mean, I've done some pretty bad things sleep deprived, but at that point, that's when I was like, okay, I got to do something about this. But um, you can't put pressure on yourself. A program requires you to recover physically from the stress of the, the strength program. So going on your novice linear progression again or hopping back on an LP is only advised when you have recovered from the stress of childbirth and you're ready to now stress yourself with something new like a training program. It's very demanding. So first get your baby on a sleep schedule. If you can't get that done, you know, find some help in your day so that you can. And I think that was one of, one of the things our listeners said that they regret not doing. Oh, yeah. And it's something I regret. I always say, accept help. People are sincere when you have a baby. It's probably like one of the only times. Like, let someone hold your baby. If someone's willing to do it, hand the baby over. And I know it's hard because when you first have that baby, you want to be like super mom and do everything, but you're, you're going to fail. Yeah. So one of the re regrets our listeners expressed was not asking for help when they needed it. I know I was, I was that way too, because I am super mom and I did not get enough help. And at the time I was, I was dealing with my mom who was, who was ill and I had to take care of her as well. And I was so stubborn until my mom insisted on hiring me, uh, someone to help with the baby and that was a game changer because then I wasn't guilty anymore that I was neglecting my baby or I was too tired to do the right thing so getting help is quite important and I'm sure you've got plenty of family and friends who want to pitch in and if not call me I'm really good at holding babies she really is but I think accepting help is just a game changer even if it's not hired friends are happy mm -hmm. to watch your family yeah, grandparents family. They want to help. They want to be there. They want to be in that kid's life. Let don't them. be too proud. Don't be too proud. So, you know, you've just had the baby. You don't feel great. You're sleep deprived. This is not the time to start pushing yourself uh, onto a hard program that's going to require recovery, that's going to require a regular schedule that you inevitably won't be able to keep up. And, and so I would say, you know, wait a couple of months uh, before you make that commitment. Um, your doctor will clear you for, for training, for exercise. And when that happens, if you have the help you need and the schedule you need, then it's the time uh, you could take that time to start, you know, thinking about getting back on a program, hiring an online coach, uh, whatever it is. But like, man, moms, just go easy on yourself. You just had a human being come out of you. Seriously. Really. Now, another listener question wanted to know, after you're cleared for training and you go back, where do you start? Like, how do you know? Where do you gauge? Mm. What do you work up to that first workout? Mm -hmm. What is the gauge? That's a very good question. Um, when you were saying that, uh, one thing came to mind was the fear of getting back under the bar after exp experiencing the trauma of birth. A lot of first-time moms were very scared after experiencing the pain of childbirth and they, um, they were worried that if they squatted, they would tear. Um, 
where the baby came out or that they would have pain there and some did have scarring and scar tissues some women who were postpartum and, and after having a c-section and were still experiencing pain uh, and scar tissue uh, discomfort and so a, a lot of that is kind of like start first by body weight squatting um, you can do that before you know you visit your doctor because obviously you're squatting to go to the bathroom you know start using your body a little bit you don't have to worry about uh, lifts that are upper body obviously so this is about the deadlift and the squat are you going to feel comfortable loading that movement is everything healed up are you being cautious because of scarring suturing right stitches um, so all those things play a factor and you should be kind to yourself and you should consider your discomfort and how it'll affect you mentally when it's time to grind when the weight gets heavy and so I like to start our lifters off their first session where they can be confident uh, by getting them under the bar where we go through full range of motion we do the three lifts and we really listen to how they feel how they respond if they're experiencing any pain or fear and then we work up to a weight that allows us to make progress for at least 12 weeks because I'm not looking to you know be done in four to six weeks I'm looking to like really take some time make some progress train for three months you know progressively increasing the weight um, increasing the intensity and as their life starts to settle in with the baby. So give yourself room to grow in your program. The first session should kind of be like a feel out session for like, how do I feel? Does everything feel okay? You know, if you walk out of that session feeling confident and happy, like you did some moderate work, nothing hurt, well then you chose the right weight. Every weight is different based on the person. But um, you really, how do we get back to you? Oh, you don't remember what, the advice you gave me? So I don't just get straight talked, I get, straight talk straight talked mm -hmm. and um your advice to me was don't worry your vagina is not broken get back under the bar well it's different reina really was <laughs> you were training you were a trainee so it was a little different i also need an extra tough love if not i just won't do it i'll yeah. never go on back so this is after this birth reina had a very easy delivery yeah. versus the first time when she did not and so it really depends on the delivery you have the kind of you know pregnancy you have but the most important things for moms if I could get a message across to them would be you know don't put added stress on yourself especially not with something like barbell training which is supposed to be your tool that you lean on it's supposed to be your me time it's supposed to be a positive in your life don't turn that positivity and that one break that you get into something negative because now you've put yourself into a hole with like the type of scheduling that has to be kept to this or you chose an aggressive program and now you feel like you failed if you didn't keep up with it Yes, you can break up your lifts. I think that it's a good idea that if you don't think you can do all three lifts and you're not ready to start on a program, but you do want to get back under the bar, if it works in your schedule to do one lift a day or one lift every other day because that's all that you can get out of your kids' time uh, schedule, great. I think that anything you do to get yourself out of the rut, to get yourself moving, lifting again, you don't have to be on that on that program. like really even after covid you know restrictions were lifted and we we weren't lifting in the beginning but we did keep to one lift every couple of days just so that we didn't get out of the habit of it and it and it worked as a support for us and not pressure on us and i think that if you're a new mom you shouldn't pressure yourself by tackling a big program that you might not be successful at adding to your frustration i think that the good idea is yes 
do a squat, do a press, do a bench press, whenever you can get those movements in, load them progressively. And when it feels to you like you're getting better, your kid's on a regular schedule and you're ready to do more, then hop on the program. I love that advice. Just no pressure. Take it easy. Even if it's just the bar. Yeah. Sleep deprivation is no joke. Yeah. It can affect your mood, your perspective on things, and you can make decisions that aren't necessarily good for you just because you're sleep deprived. Um, so I would say baby and, and your, and your recovery comes first, uh, schedule afterwards. Um, okay. And one last question. What is the best way to eat to get back your strength? Oh boy. I mean, you know, come on guys, high carb, high protein, low fat, right? But if you're nursing, yeah, you're going to need fat for the baby. Um, you know, although you think that you're sedentary, that's fine, but you really are running around with a baby, carrying the baby, nursing the baby. You're exhausted. Your body needs support. This is definitely not the time to binge eat on junk food. Good advice. I wish it was, and I think I definitely did after my first son, just because like I was so rocked and I just sat in bed eating ice cream, but it didn't do me any good. It doesn't help. It's a disservice to yourself. So if you can't get back onto the bar and you can't get back to exercise and you're frustrated and you're scared about your fitness or losing your strength and you, but you can't exercise, the first thing you can do though is tend to your nutrition and feed your body the good stuff that you know you should to help with recovering, you know, the calories you need from nursing and the healing that your body needs to do the lack of activity that you might be experiencing. So you kind of have to feed your present state. Um, you should definitely speak to a nutritionist. Uh, I recommend Robert Santana. He's a starting strength coach and we'll link his information here, but getting the support of a health coach or a nutritionist, um, that'll really help you make good decisions. Cause like I said, you're tired, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're split in a million different directions. It's very hard to be disciplined about that. But the last thing you want to do is, you know, binge eat or party you know, with the way that you're eating as if you're working out. You're not. So it has to be good food to fuel the possible nursing situation or just your own physical recovery and lack of activity. Yeah, and I remember during, you used to say, just walk. If you can't do anything, just go take a walk. Put the baby in the carriage and go take a walk. You can't squat, no problem. Go for a walk up and down the block. Go mm -hmm. around four times. And that was like, that made you feel great. Yeah, you got a little fresh air, the baby's sleeping. Life all of a sudden seems better. Even if, and then my daughter was born in the winter, you're like, that's okay. Yeah. Bundle up, go outside. Russians walk. Russians walk right. in the winter. Yeah, you know, it's for Raina, it was like, it's so, I could see her, and she's a very bubbly personality, and I can see her slipping into like that kind of like, not I want to say depression, but like feeling down, feeling exhausted, feeling like a little hopeless, like I can't go back to my old schedule. What? And I'm like, no, get out there, get yourself dressed. Cause as soon as you start moving a little bit and you start seeing that there is a pattern here of like sanity with the baby schedule, you start to feel better and it makes you want to do the next step. And then the next step was her reaching out and saying, okay, I'm ready to start training again. I've been walking. I, I see, I've got a rhythm going here, you know? Yeah. Put on those leggings. I feel oh, like yeah. if you put on leggings, everything is better. You would feel better <laughs> about yourself. You pick them up really high yeah, over the belly, she's right up here. Okay? I need that. I need that. You put them all here. You pull your shirt over. You get bundled up and you go. Problem solved. solved. Those leggings. By Raina. Practical tips from Raina. By <laughs> the, the way, it works. It does work. It works. Pull up your leggings, ladies. 
you know, I, I really appreciate people sharing their stories with us. It's incredible to see how far these moms have gotten and, and through what hardships we we hear, we hear you, we see your messages, and, and we love getting them. We get a lot of moms who inspire us. Um, and also, I like how honest they are about their stories and themselves. And, and they're really sharing with us and through us with you. And that they share their experiences and they want to let you know that they struggle just like you might be. And they're sharing their stories so that you could benefit from those stories and so that you can feel less alone and know that if you just reach out, we'll be there on the other end of it. I'm so, you know, it was, it was one of the best times in my life uh, when I was learning how to coach moms because moms are athletes, you know, they're athletes of life and they carry such big burdens on their shoulders, not just physically with childbirth, but also in all the tasks that need to get done at home or at work. And, you know, coming out as like the strong positive female figure of everything will be okay, dinner's on the table, I went to work, kids are stable, husband comes home, you know, and, and for those single moms that are doing it all themselves, I mean, yeah. I had to adjust for that kind of life stress when I programmed for women. And the most important thing for me was making sure that people felt successful and I didn't sacrifice the good for the perfect. Meaning if the program wasn't fitting, we adjusted it. If the rep range, the lifts, the day, the goal wasn't right, we adjusted it. Because the number one goal is keeping the mother healthy, happy, and positive. And I learned early on that the most important thing was to keep the woman mentally uh, strong and feeling like she could do anything. And that's what the barbell training was there to do. It, just as much as it got her physically strong, it needed to keep her mentally ready for the task of being you know, the it girl for everyone. I think also the barbell training gives moms a sense of like, yeah, I got this. Mm -hmm. If I could do this, mm -hmm. which is like menial in comparison to everything else that these women really do. Yeah. But it just like, if I could pull that deadlift, even if it was, you know, lightweight, they were successful. When they walked out the door, they felt like they could just conquer their days. Yeah. Yep. You're right. And we really enjoyed uh, giving that, putting that into the hands of women and supporting them through the process. So those of you who uh, are postpartum now, who are listening to this podcast, feeling sluggish, feeling maybe a little bit hopeless, or maybe you're unhappy with how you look, remember, this is just a drop in the bucket of life. You will get past this point. But don't make this journey any harder by putting expectations on yourself that will slow this process down or making you feel defeated. So the first tip is consider putting your baby on a sleep schedule. Yeah, any sort of schedule. Everyone works differently. Some people you know, like to be strict like I was, some people a little more lax, but any schedule is a good schedule. And the next tip is don't sacrifice the good for the perfect. You know, uh, if you're not ready to go onto a program and recover from that program and you're still recovering from pregnancy, put that first. If you're ready to start doing some things, start walking. If you're ready to start doing a little bit more, go ahead and do a lift a day and, and, and don't put pressure on yourself. Don't ruin the feeling of the barbell. Uh, the confidence that it gives you by by using it to sort of punish yourself. Don't do that. And the third thing is the most important thing. Pull up your leggings. That's right. High-waisted leggings, ladies. I'm telling you, you'll see it makes all the difference. Once you tuck your belly in, you'll feel like a new person. Fake it till you make it. That's right. <laughs> 
So we want you to know we think you're beautiful. We know what you're capable of. And congratulations on having the new baby. And if you feel alone out there, feel free to reach out to us. We'll be happy to connect you with the people who will help you with nutrition, with coaching. We have physical therapists, starting strength coaches on staff. And Rain and I are here for you. That's right. I have all the legging recommendations that you need. You know, we always say that women who lift are raising the bar in motherhood. That's right. And in more ways than one, not just with the barbells. So keep up the strong work, believe in yourself. You'll get back there. And this is the time to enjoy that baby. Yes, extra kisses and hugs to the baby. I feel like I was too nice on the straight talk. I know, I'm very nervous. I'm scared for the next one. It didn't really feel honest. like straight talk. Will you guys stop bringing out the mush in me? This was nice talk with Ina. God damn. Not that exciting. Don't worry, angry. ladies. She'll get us on the next one. <laughs> well, she'll get us. Don't worry. Thanks for joining us on the Straight Talk with Ina. We hope to see you guys next time. Bye.